dedication, preparation, reflection. These are the pillars of what we do here at Fantasy AA. And of course, today we prepare. This is going to be the start sits. Welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Weisslicker. Follow me on all social media at Weisslicker. Join the Patreon community, patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level, earn perks, check out that bonus content, be true to thyself, embrace your addiction, and as always, champ, earn your chip. I tell you guys to go to that Patreon because an hour ago on that Patreon, we talked about all of the injuries, the practice reports. We also give you a Sunday morning sharing circle over there where we talk in more detail of star sits. Like, who would you start over such and such player? Would you start this player or this player? Who would you, how do you strategize starting a guy in the early window as opposed to the late windows? What guys are we looking for as far as who we want to start at running back over a certain other player? So we talk about all different types of stuff on that Patreon community, man. So I'm telling you, get there, get it done, subscribe to the Patreon. Thank you. All right, man. So, of course, we got teams that are on a bye week this week. We got the Bengals on a bye week, so that means we're not going to have Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. We're going to be without those guys. Tyler Boyd, we're going to be without those guys. So those are five assets right there that we're not going to have just off of one team. So you're looking at five fantasy-relevant assets that are gone this week. The Cowboys are going to be on a bye. So you don't have Dak Prescott, uh, CeeDee Lamb, Tony Pollard, uh, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, Jake Ferguson. You're missing assets. On the Jets, you're not going to have Brees Hall. You're not going to have Garrett Wilson. Uh, you're not going to have Zach Wilson. He could have been a potential starter for you this week because of all the injuries to all the other quarterbacks and things like that. Uh, the Panthers are going to be on by. So you're not going to have Miles Sanders, Chuba Hubbard, Brees Hall. It's not Brees Hall. Bryce Young. Excuse me. Bryce Young. Uh Adam Thielen, not going to have those guys. The Texans are going to be on a bye. So you're not going to have C.J. Stroud, who's been killing it. Tank Dell, Nico Collins, Damian Pierce, Dalton Schultz, who's been killing it the last couple of weeks. The Titans are going to be on a bye. So you're not going to have Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, Chig Oconquo. You're not going to have those guys. So... We got a lot of guys that we're not going to have that have been fantasy value, viable options for us over the last six weeks that we're just not going to have. And I think that week seven is going to be the most buys. The most teams are on a bye week here. I think maybe another six-man, six uh, six-team um, buy schedule, I think, is for week eight, I think. Let's just look ahead real quick here. Uh, now, there's no teams on bye week in week 8 or week 12 this year. Week 9 is the one where we got where we got four teams on there. Um, so, And they're going to be major teams as well. Week 9, we're talking 
the Detroit Lions, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the San Francisco 49ers, and then uh, the, the Denver Broncos. So, so. So what we're going to do here, of course, we go through the matchups, man. We go through the matchups. You know. Of course, you guys know I'm a huge wrestling fan, so I do record these on Fridays, man. We got Friday Night Smackdown. It's on the docket for us tonight as well while we record here today. But... So we got the Falcons versus the Buccaneers. They're going to be up first. Um, the Falcons. Um, these guys have been showing us something over the last couple of weeks, getting the ball to Cal Pitts. Um, last couple of weeks, he's reached our threshold. He's actually got 15 fantasy points in week five, and then against Washington, he had 14.3 fantasy points. He scored his first touchdown of the season. You know, um, and we like to see that. We definitely like to see that. We definitely like to see that out of them. Um, what we're going to be looking at here is first of all, we want to we want to make sure we're looking at the guys here. Want to be looking at their. Just bringing up some stuff here. Apologies, um, as we're bringing up some of the statistics here that that we've been working with, where we've been having our guys here. So, like I said, Cal Pitts the last couple of weeks he's been doing his thing. Uh, B. John Robinson has been averaging over our threshold. He is currently the number eight running back uh, on the year. Um, however, his, his numbers in the first couple of weeks were, were tremendous. He was giving us those 20 fantasy points. But since then, man, at his, his numbers as far as rushing yards uh, per attempt has gone down. They moved to more of... It's more of a passing offense um, where they are trying to get these guys, Kyle Pitts and Drake London involved. Tampa Bay is really good at stopping the run. They are ranked seventh overall as far as rushing yards allowed. Um, the last game that they had, they only gave up 40 rushing yards. Um, so, 
they've they've been looking pretty good in that aspect. I don't think that this is going to slow down Bijan Robinson because Bijan is a, is very viable in the passing game. So we are going to still start Bijan Robinson here. He's given us no indication so far that he's not able to reach our threshold because he's able to catch passes. He's able to run the football, and we like that out of them. Uh, one thing I can say here about Tampa Bay is they are one of the worst uh, teams in the league as far as giving up passing yards. So they, they give up a lot of passing yards, and it could be maybe because they are able to stop the run very well. Um, but if we're in this situation, we're going we're gonna to try to fire up some of these receiving options. And we're talking uh, Drake London, Janu Smith, and Kyle Pitts. I think this game will be a close game. It's a divisional game. These guys play each other hard. So we're going to start those guys. And because we're in a pickle as far as the the quarterback position is concerned, we are going to put Desmond Ritter out there. If you have him on your team, you know, you if Deshaun Watson doesn't play and they pull out P.J. Parker again, or P.J. Walker, excuse me, and they pull out P.J. Walker again, you don't have Deshaun Watson, you could go Desmond Ritter. Um, I would go Desmond Ritter, and I know it's probably blasphemous to say, but I would go Desmond Ritter due to the rushing ability that he has. I would go him over Garner Minshew. Um, you know, so looking at the games that we have on slate and the, and the guys that we, we don't have here, you know, we told you on Thursday not to play Trevor Lawrence. Um, yes, that, that was a backfire for us, you know, but, you know, he had the knee injury there, and we didn't think that that was going to be a good play for him. You know, so so we did kind of get that one wrong, but in that instance, I would have said, you know, Desmond Ritter was would have been a good replacement for him. Um, like I said, I would go Desmond Ritter over any of the quarterbacks in the Chicago Raiders game. Uh, I'd go Desmond Ritter over Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor starts again for the uh, the Giants. You know, it's just we're limited in who we're going to be putting out there. Would I put Desmond Ritter out there over Kenny Pickett? Yes, because of the defense of the the Rams, I'd put him out there over over that over that guy. So would I put him over you know Mac Jones uh, uh, for the Patriots? Yes, you know. So Desmond Ritter is going to be one of those guys where if you if you very much well need to, you're going to be starting him. Um, you know, and like I said, John o. Smith, Cal Pitts, those guys have been. You know, starters for us at the tight end position. You know, Jonu Smith has reached our threshold. Has reached our threshold every week except week one. He is currently the number nine tight end overall for fantasy. So, you're doing good with Jonu Smith there. Um, on the Buccaneers side of the ball, you know, it's always the usual suspects for us. Um, Atlanta does a very good job of 
keeping passing yards limited. You know, uh, they're only giving up 190, excuse me, 179 passing yards a game. Um, and then as far as them on the ground, they're only giving up 99 passing, excuse me, 99 rushing yards. So they're doing a pretty decent job at defense. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield with the hand contusion uh, found out that that contusion was actually, I think it's on his non-throwing hand. So it was on his left hand, his non-throwing hand. Uh, so he's going to play this week. Uh, he's he's reached a threshold a couple of times, uh, but he hasn't. He didn't do it last week against Detroit. He didn't have a really good game. Only completed fifty-one percent of his passes. Uh, through through a touch, excuse me, through an interception. So we got to see him bounce back. Um, and I think that this game is. Because it's a rivalry, a rivalry game, a divisional game, we can't really count the the fact that, you know, yes, Atlanta has put together a pretty good showing as far as opponents are concerned with the, you know, with the defense. But if we look at the opponents that they've played, you know, I think the only juggernauts they really ran into here were, I mean, they again, we're going to take that back. We're going to say they played pretty good defense here, man. They played Carolina week one. Of course, they they they, they demolished those guys. Green Bay played pretty well. Uh, yes, they did win that game, which I don't think that they should have, but whatever. They went against Detroit, Jacksonville. Of course, they went against Houston and then Washington. All of these are pretty good offenses. Um, the best offense that they played would have been uh, Detroit. But I think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they can still give us something here um, as far as with fantasy purposes are concerned. Unfortunately, the last couple of games, Mike Evans hasn't been himself, but he was dealing with that hamstring injury. I think, again, in this game, I think he's going to be ready to get back on the good foot. So we're going to be starting him. Uh, Chris Godwin has reached our threshold pretty much every week, but he's not giving you boom, booming games. Um, but we're still rolling him out there to start. Uh, Rashad White, he is barely... Barely, he, he's only reached our threshold in two games where, you know, when they fall behind, he's pretty much useless out there, even though, you know, he could catch passes, but they don't throw him the ball in that instance. And we said it before, his rushing is terrible, terrible, man. He's only, he's failed to reach three yards of carry in two games and failed to reach four yards of carry in the other two games. So out of five games, he's not reached four yards of carry or giving you a touchdown in four of those five games. I mean, the best this guy's giving you is against that sorry-ass Chicago's defense where he gave you 73 rushing yards and a touchdown. 
but he, he's not gotten close to 70 rushing yards in a game since. And unfortunately, being at Atlanta so good against the run, and he's so bad at running the football, we're going to, again, we're going to say sit Rashad White, man. He hasn't reached the threshold uh, in a couple of weeks here. Hasn't even broken 50 yards in a couple of weeks. It's just, we said it before, he's not really a good running back, and he's not, he's not performing as well as such. So our starters here, uh, because we're, we're deep in the doldrums of the quarterback position, we're going to have to play Baker Mayfield. But Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, of course, are our starters there. As far as their tight ends, uh, Kate Iden hasn't really done too much for us. He hasn't really reached our thresholds. And they always have one wide receiver each week that gets close to our threshold. Some even break it. Devon Tomp, uh, Devin Tompkins, that guy, a couple weeks ago got 15 fantasy points that nobody was even thinking about him. But we're not going to go with any of those guys either. So you're good there. Um, our next game up. The Raiders and the Bears. For the Raiders, man, we go Josh Jacobs, Jacoby Myers, uh, Michael Mayer, who we talked about as a waiver wire pickup. Because Brandon Hoyer, I believe, is going to be somewhat uh, competent with this offense. And the offensive pieces will do their thing. Uh, and Devontae Adams. I mean, we're going to play all of these guys. I think this is going to be a, a shitty game. Uh, but we'll play all the, all the performers on their team. All of the, all of the guys. Uh, with the Chicago Bears, you know, because things are so bad, I'm forced for the Chicago Bears and me not having Justin Fields to play. I am forced to put Tyson Bajent, Baggett, 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 whatever his goddamn name is. I'm forced to put him out there. Um, he came in last week against Minnesota. And he went 10 for 14 uh, for 83 yards. He did throw an interception. He did, had a, he did have a fumble. So he didn't look great out there. But giving him a week to prepare, I'm forced to put him out there. I'm not telling you guys to put him out there. I'm upset that Roshan Johnson didn't clear concussion protocol. So we have to have another week of Devonta Foreman being trash out there as well. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to call him trash. He just didn't reach our threshold. I'm not going to call him trash. My apologies, Devonta Foreman. I'm not going to call you trash, man. You just didn't reach our threshold. Uh, but we got, we're we going to have another week of him not reaching the threshold. Uh, the only viable starter out of this group um, will probably be uh, your, tight, your, your tight end, Cole Komet, um, even though – he could come out and not give you anything, but we talk about with tight ends, you got to, wh 
whoever it is, you got to put him out there. Uh, Darnell Mooney, we're not going to start him. Um, it's just going to be DJ Moore. Uh, so DJ Moore is the guy that we're going to put out there. Let's see. Should we go? I ain't good conscious. Can't do it. I don't think. I think the Raiders' defense is just they they played they play too good uh, to let these these guys do too much, man. I, I think it's just DJ Moore that you start here. Uh, we'll and we'll take a gamble on uh, Darnell Mooney as well. Um, He's not getting too many targets because they're not really passing the ball, but they're going to have to pass the ball on this game because they're not going to be able to run the ball. So it's going to be a it's going to be a tough that's going to be a tough game um, with the Browns versus the Colts. Of course, with Gardner Minshew, these guys are playing. Pretty decent um, as far as our fantasy options are concerned. He's holding up Michael Pittman Jr., and we like that, that he's holding him up. He is a top 20 wide receiver who has reached our threshold in five out of the six games. So we're going to continue to ride with him, even though this, this, this offense, excuse me, this defense for Cleveland, they're pretty damn good. They are pretty damn good, um, but being that they're pretty damn good and they're going to be in situations where they're going to have to throw the ball, we're going to go Michael Pittman Jr., we're going to go Josh Downs, who's quietly been having a pretty good season since coming out here to, uh, in week two. He actually has hit the ground running with targets, actually. He, he's really getting a lot of targets. Um, but the quality of the target has to improve. I know they're they're taking shots with them downfield and shit like that, but the the quality of the target has to improve. Unfortunately, against Jacksonville, it was a lot of short stuff. So this guy's proven that he could go deep. He he did the deep shots against the Rams, against the against the Titans, and then he went to the short and intermediate stuff against the uh, Jags. So he's proven to be versatile, and hopefully. He could continue that as we put him in our lineup this week. Um, I'm looking forward to him getting getting some 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 good work out there. Uh, Alec Pierce is questionable to play, so we're definitely going to be rolling with him. Uh, I think they're going to ramp up uh, Jonathan Taylor in this game. Um, of course, we're going to start Jonathan Taylor because. He's fucking Jonathan Taylor. That's that's why, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's not really any real. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's not really a good reason to put him out here against fucking Cleveland. But you got to do what you got to do here. We're we're scarce at the position, um, and we need we need a spark from somebody in fantasy football uh, when it comes to the running back position. Same thing on the other side. 
with the Cleveland Browns, we're going to fucking play Jerome Ford because we 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 damn near have to. Uh, Kareem Hunt came up as questionable on the uh, reports there, but Kareem Hunt, I know people were like, oh well, he 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 came out last week and he got 16 fantasy points against the San Francisco 49ers. Man, I don't care. I don't care. That dude, he was under four yards per carry. He scored a touchdown. Good for him. He only had 20 carries. Excuse me, he only had 12 carries. Jerome Ford was still the guy. Still, he was, Jerome Ford was still the man. He had 17 carries for 84 yards, five yards a carry. Come on, bro. He was, he was, he was at five yards a carry. He just didn't score the touchdown. Kareem Hunt just so happened to score the touchdown. I'm not buying this 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 two man uh, running back shit. This was a close game. It was game script. You know, it was a, a neutral game script. Maybe they continue to do that, but Jerome Ford is the guy who's gonna get the the majority of the carries in my in my eyes. Um, so I'm gonna continue to roll with Jerome Ford here. Uh, we'll continue to roll with Amari Cooper. Uh, he hasn't had a really good season as far as fantasy is concerned, and it's, it, it just takes it just takes a couple games to kill you your whole vibe there. A two point outing against the Baltimore Ravens has killed his entirety of of how people are looking at him as fantasy purposes because he's ranked positional rank forty. Uh, he's the 40 ranked wide receiver because his first game out, they had that, you know, that that terrible uh, game where the winds were whipping and it was raining and they couldn't get targets off. The, the Nobody could get throws off. So he had 6.7 fantasy points in that game. And then he had the bad performance against the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Well, I believe he did get injured in that game, but I'm not – 100% sure. I don't really remember it all the way, but he only had two fantasy points in that game, which hurts his stock. But when he is on the money, him and, you know, when he's on the money and he's and he's getting his targets correctly, he's giving us more than 15 points in all of the other three fantasy games that he's had for us. So we're going to ride with Amari Cooper. We think he's still a... Uh, a big time bat when it comes to uh, fantasy purposes. Unfortunately, Elijah Moore has not been that for us. He has not been great. And it could be that the reason why is their offense is not played tr- uh, very well without Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson needs to get his ass back on the field, stop playing, and let's go. Like, it, it's just no reason for this to continue to happen, man. You've been you you ran it through the bye week and through week six out here making business decisions, bro. You don't want to play b- good competition. Just say you don't want to play good competition, man. Like get your ass back on the field. If he is available to play Deshaun Watson, of course we gotta play him. We have no choice but to play him. Then you got all of these. You 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 spent high draft capital for him to play. In the two in two of the three games that he's played, he's giving you twenty fantasy points. You want this on your team. You need that production. So get your ass back on the field, Deshaun Watson. And if he's on the field, we're going to play him. If he's not on the field, we're not going to play his backup. I don't give a damn. P.J. Walker, 
you get that boy looked bad out there. Looked bad. He got a win, but he looked bad. Commanders, Giants, of course, Saquon Barkley, you're rolling him out. Um, the Commanders, um, as far as the passing is concerned, man, they are one of the worst teams in the league when it comes to giving up passing yards. And is that a direct correlation to them in turn being good against the run? Hell no, because they're ranked 23rd and they give up 129 rushing yards a game. Their defense is not really that good, uh, but they tend to get the job done just enough, you know. But as far as with the New York Giants facing off against these guys, man, uh, Daniel Jones is questionable to play. If he plays, we're, you know, If he plays, he's not a starter for us. He's only reached the threshold one time. He is one of the biggest uh, fantasy busts for you in relative where to where he was drafted. Darren Waller, tight end nine. He's been 50-50 for you. He's reached a threshold in three weeks and then have not has not reached a threshold in the other three weeks. So you're putting him out here. Uh, the last two weeks, he's given you what you needed out of him, so you're putting him out here. Uh, last game, as far as their wide receivers are concerned, it was Wandale Robinson and Darius Slayton. Those guys were the guys that put in work. Uh, do we believe that they'll put in work again here? Yes, they had Buffalo. But they were down. You know, I'm. We told you guys that Wandale Robinson was going to be a guy that you needed to to look at, and potentially he could be a driving force for you moving forward. He's getting he's getting six targets a game. Uh, he got eight in when he played Buffalo, and all eight of those targets were on point for him. From Tyrod, I think that he continues to expand his role. We are going to start Wandale Robinson in this particular instance. So Saquon, Wandale, and uh, Darren Waller are our guys here. If uh, Daniel Jones doesn't play and Tyrod Taylor plays, Tyrod is still going to be a sit for us. Like I said, I would have Desmond Ritter starting over this guy. Over on the Washington side of the ball, man, is Sam Howell. You know we're putting him out there. Uh, sneakily, and I know that's that's probably not even a word, but sneaky Brian Robinson has given us. Uh, he's exceeded the threshold in four of six games. Um, I expect him to continue to do so. We're going to start him as well. So Sam Howe, Brian Robinson. Of course, we're going to go out here in four of the six games. Terry McLaurin has given you work. You're going to put him out there as well. 
uh, Curtis Samuel. You know, they're they're getting him the ball in the last three games. He's giving you 18, 18, and 14. We're going to and he's giving you touchdowns in the last in all three of those games. So we're going to continue to ride the hot hand with Curtis Samuel as well um, until shown otherwise. And then as far as our tight end is concerned, uh, Logan Thomas didn't have a good game last week. Uh, I believe he – I think he left that game injured. I'm not 100% on that one. But, again, when you're talking with those tight ends, man, if you got one that you think is decent enough, you're going to have to put them out there because the position is scarce. Uh, as far as Antonio Gibson is concerned, I know he got close to the threshold last week, but that was just due to him having you know, a, a short touchdown. He still isn't involved in carrying. He, he hasn't had registered more than six carries in a game. Uh, he's hovering around three carries. Yes, he is doing good with those carries, man. I mean, 8.5 yards a carry, uh, five yards a carry, four and a half yards a carry. I mean, the guy's he's doing it. He's efficient with carrying the football, but they are not trusting him at all uh, with carrying the football, and they're barely giving him any anything in the passing game. So we're not going to start him. So, you know, your two wide receivers. And of course, Jahan Dotson, he's still he's one of the biggest busts um, as far as uh, he wasn't even drafted high, and I'm still calling him a bust. I, I'm highly disappointed in, in myself. Um, I don't know, man. It's just something about the Eric Bieniemy offense that they just don't like him, or they don't want to give him the the ball in the ways where. I think he he thrived last year. He thrived in the medium and long range balls last year. He thrived in the red zone, and they're not giving him any of that. It's all short, short stuff. And he's getting he'll get nine targets and end with twenty seven yards because they're only throwing it to him five yards down the field. It's it's bad for John Dyson as far as that, and you know I didn't. You never know that that's how the guy is going to be. Like, his whole usage has changed. The way he is being utilized has changed from one offensive coordinator to the other. You hate to see that happen, but that's not something that you can truly predict in that in that aspect. The Detroit Lions versus the Baltimore Ravens. Of course, with the Detroit Lions... We are starting Jared Goff. We are starting Amara St. Brown. We are starting Jamison Williams as an upside play. Uh, we definitely want to get Jamison Williams out there as a boomer bust prospect because he could get out there and he can catch three passes and just take it to the house. Uh, so we definitely want to have him out there. I understand people are going to be like, well, why would you want to put him out there if we don't know if he's going to – reached the threshold, he's a boomer bust type guy similar to similar to Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel, you know, he's a gadget type player. He when he gets the ball, 
you know, similar to how we talked about when we used to have Will Fuller. Will Fuller could catch some deep passes. He'd only get three targets, but if he catch one of these shits, he's going to the house. And that's what we're talking about with uh, Jamison Williams. So we're starting him. We're starting Amron St. Brown. We're starting Jared Goff. We're starting Sam Laporta. And we're starting Jameer Gibbs in this game. Yes, we're starting everybody. And the reason why we're starting everybody is because we believe that this game is going to be one of those games where, again, you know, the the Detroit Lions, they show up with their offense. I understand that the Baltimore Ravens, they have been very good – as far as not allowing a lot of a lot of passing yards and a lot of rushing yards, but the Detroit Lions offense has is 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 pretty much all gas, no breaks. These dudes is, you know, they're they're making it happen and they're quietly doing it as opposed they're they're not looking as like as super explosive like the uh like the Dolphins or anything like that, but these guys could, could they they get the ball up and down the field. Um, Lamar Jackson, we're starting him. We're starting Mark Andrews. We're starting uh, Zay Flowers, and uh, that's about it. <laughs> you know, the rest of these guys they just spread the ball around too much to the rest of them. And Zay Flowers is clearly clearly the number one receiver. Or, or wide receiver, I'm going to say. I'm not going to say full-on receiver because Mark Andrews is the number one receiver, air quotes. Um, but Zay Flowers is clearly the guy who is being targeted more than the other wide receivers on that team. And he's reached a threshold in all but one game. So we're going to continue to ride the hot hand with him. Um, if we had to go deeper as far as with wide receivers are concerned, if we had to pick one more of those guys to get out there. I have no idea how Nelson Aguilar is getting more burned than Rashad Bateman. It is fucking ridiculous to me that he's getting more burned than Rashad Bateman when Rashad Bateman is leagues beyond this guy. But I I understand Rashad Bateman is just he, he can't stay healthy, can't stay on the field. I understand that. But they need to start getting these guys the football, the guys that – and I have no idea why he's getting more burned than Odell Beckham as well. It it just doesn't make any sense to me. I understand Odell Beckham and uh, Rashad Bateman has been dealing with injuries, but we need to get this shit together and get these guys the ball. But this week is not going to be the week for them, unfortunately. Um I think they'll still spread it around. One of these guys will hit, but I have no idea which one, and I'm not going to tell you guys to put guys out there who we don't know is going to hit for you. Buffalo Bills versus the Patriots. Buffalo Bills, it's everybody, man. It's it's fucking – it's Josh Allen. It's Stephon Diggs. It's Gabe Davis. It's uh, James Cook. You play all those guys. Unfortunately, I don't know which tight end you play – Hell, you might even just be like, I'm going to play both of them. They're going to steamroll these dudes. It ain't going to be pretty. And over on the Patriots side of the ball, I ain't starting nobody. 
I don't give a fuck who it is on their roster. I ain't starting nobody. Not Kendrick Bourne. They Kendrick Bourne might be the guy who who, who reaches the threshold because they're gonna be throwing. Mac Jones is gonna throw some interceptions. He's gonna get beat up. Ramondre Stevenson. We don't know. He, he we don't even know if he's gonna reach the threshold because we don't know if he's gonna be able to run enough to reach the threshold. What it, it's just. You don't want to start anybody on the Patriots is what I'm basically saying here. And their team just – their offense looks so bad. And, you know, you could tell me uh, it's just like it's just Mac Jones. I don't think it's just Mac Jones, but their offense is just bad, man. It's just bad. Um, and I think that Ramondre Stevenson is going to have a game – against the Bills, similar to games that he had against the Jets, against the the Saints, and against the the, the Cowboys. So I don't think he's going to reach the threshold in this game, and I'm going to say sit him. If that backfires on us and he comes out and has a great game, so be it. But I don't think he's going to reach the threshold against this Buffalo defense. For the Cardinals, they're facing off against the Seahawks. This is a divisional game, so you expect these guys to play hard. But the only person that's been reaching our threshold each week really has been uh, Marquise Brown, even though he didn't reach the threshold against the Rams. We kind of figured that he wouldn't, being that the Rams are are pretty good defense there, and they've, you know, they're they're one of the top defenses as far as uh, well they, at the time they played them they were I think they were top ten in uh, well they were top fifteen when they played them against the pass, but those guys hadn't given up uh, many passing touchdowns to that point outside of the game that they had against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, and as far as with the run, we, we felt like that this, that team could run the ball a bit more on the Rams. But last week uh, against the Rams, Marquise Brown didn't look that good. Uh, he was targeted 11 times. Only came down with four uh, receptions, but we 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 always talk about that target, those targets, man. Yes, you're not going to always catch all of them, but as long as you're continuing to get the targets, we're going to continue to roll you out there, and that's what we are doing with Marquise Brown. We're going to continue to roll him out there. We're going to continue. Michael Wilson. Uh. He did have – he had a bad game against Cincinnati. He – again, we expected him to have a bad game against the Rams, you know, but against the Seahawks, I mean, we're still going to – we're still going to put him out there in the deeper leagues, man. He he's he was close to the threshold last week. We're going to continue to roll with him. Um, of course <coughs> – excuse me. Of course, Zach Ertz, the tight end. You're going to keep rolling with your tight end. 
if you have a good one, you're putting them out there. Unfortunately for the running back position, you know, we were wrong last week about Amari. He didn't come in here. He didn't do anything. It was the Kevont. It was the Kevonte, Keontae Ingram show uh, last week, and he didn't reach our threshold. He had ten carries, um, but again, they they fell behind to the Rams um, and just couldn't get anything going as far as the run game is concerned. So we still don't have any clarity on who is going to be the guy. Um, so we're not going to start any either one of them. Excuse me. And Joshua Dobbs, the last two weeks he didn't reach the threshold. And this has been against good defensive competition. And unfortunately, we're going to say this week he's not going to do it either. So we're not going to start him either. Um, the Steelers versus the Rams. You're rolling out Cooper Cup. You're rolling out Puka Nakua. The Steelers are one of the worst teams when it comes to stopping the passing game. So we're going to play Tutu Atwell as well. Uh, Matthew Stafford, we're going to play as far as with the running backs are concerned. The Pittsburgh Steelers are also one of the worst teams in the league when it comes to stopping the run. Go figure. Uh, when it comes to stopping the run. So we, we told you in our, our waiver wire pickup episode to pick up Zach Evans. He's the one who's been on the roster the longest. Um, but McVay has somehow talked people into believing that Miles Gaskins and Daryl Henderson, who was on nobody's squad, he was he coming straight off the couch, is that these guys looked great in practice and they're going to get some burn and do some things this week against the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers. Which the Pittsburgh Steelers' uh, uh, rush defense is horrible, so... They, these guys might do something. They might as they might actually do something. Um, as far as far as Tyler Higby, of course, if you got a, a decent tight end, you're putting them out there. Uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, of course, they don't have Pat Fryermuth, um, so their tight end. I think it's been Connor Haywood has been their guy, even though they they got that draft pick that they had out there. Darnell Washington, don't know why they haven't involved him or used him. But it is what it is. Uh, George Pickens, we're playing him. I mean, he's reached the threshold in three of the five games. Came close against San Francisco. He was 8.6 fantasy points. So we're going to keep riding with him. He seems to be Kenny Pickett's uh, favorite target. But the other favorite target, the favorite son, is supposed to be coming back to play, and that is the man of the hour, Devontae, Deontay Johnson. Excuse me, Deontay Johnson, the man of the hour. He's been the, 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 the favorite target of any quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers since he arrived on the scene. Um, he's going to be back. So... First game back off a hamstring injury against a good defense. We're going to say not to play him, and that's what we've always said. First game back, 
But if you do, if you do have to play this guy because you don't have any other wide receivers out there, you temper your expectations, man. Uh, as far as the running back positions is concerned, Jalen Warren and uh, Najee Harris, it looks like Jalen Warren has been the guy. He He's reached our threshold three out of five weeks. We would go with him due to his explosiveness and him being utilized in the passing game a little more than Najee Harris has been here. Najee Harris has sucked. Flat out, he has been trash. Um, and I believe that I guess Jalen Warren has is gonna has been he's not been taking over the the rushing. He's just been more efficient with his rushing. Um and then he's been he's been catching passes. So George Pickett, George Pickens, Jalen Warren, and Devontae Johnson, if you Deontay Johnson, if you most certainly have to. So if you have no other wide receivers to, to go out there that you think could give you a good good game, you go with this guy. It's unfortunate. But Chargers versus the Chiefs. Of course, it's Justin Herbert. Of course, it's Keenan Allen. Of course, it's uh, Patrick Mahomes. Of course, it's Travis Kelsey. We're going with Rashi Rice uh, as well as a starter. Isaiah Pacheco, Austin Eckler are your running backs that you're going to be starting. You're starting tight end, Gerald Everett as well. So, I mean, you're going to start the guns. Um, Palmer, we'll put him out there as well. Uh, to reach our threshold if you really need a, a wide receiver. Packers versus the Broncos. The Broncos' de defense is horrible. Um, they've been that the entirety of the season. Been horrible. Let's see who you, who you got here for the Green Bay Packers. Of course, we got Jordan Love. We've been putting them out there. Uh, we... If you listen to the Patreon and you and we talked about what to do with Aaron Jones, uh, who we would put over Aaron Jones if he's not available to play um, or if we would even wait. Um, Joshua Dobbs, I know he had a bad game against Las Vegas, uh, but we're bouncing back. Joshua Dobbs, we're putting him out there, baby. Joshua Dobbs. I noticed I just kept saying Joshua Dobbs, not Joshua Dobbs, Romeo Dobbs, Romeo Dobbs, baby, Romeo Dobbs. Um, I don't know why the fuck I kept saying Joshua Dobbs, but Romeo Dobbs is the wide receiver from the uh, Green Bay Packers. Romeo Dobbs, I understand that he's not had a good, he, he didn't have a good week coming off before the bye, but coming off the bye, man, I think he's going to do good work here. Um, so we're going with him. The whole team didn't do good against Las Vegas, so we're going to go with him, uh, and we're going to go with uh, Christian Watson. So Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Jordan Love, we're looking towards those guys. Um, Aaron Jones, if you must. We, we talked about that on the Injury Report podcast um, Aaron Jones, if you must, if you must. Uh, for the Dolphins, Eagles, 
Uh, for the Dolphins and the Eagles, both of these offenses, we're not sitting anybody. We're going to play everybody in these in these offenses. We think that it's going to be one of those games where it's going to be a shootout. The Dolphins' defenses looked horrible. The uh, Eagles' defenses looked atrocious as well. Both of these, <clears throat> both of these teams are riding off of their offensive production, making shit happen for them. And we're going to go to a Tyreek Hill, Waddle, uh, Mostert on that side of the ball. For the Eagles, we're going to go Jalen Hurts, <clears throat> A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard, and uh, DeAndre Swift. And then finally, the 49ers versus the uh, Vikings. We're going Kirk Cousins. We're going uh, Jordan Addison. And we're going uh, TJ Hawkinson. You know, with the offensive weapons not being – if if Christian McCaffrey is going to play, of course we're going to play him. But this is a Monday night game. We really don't want to wait on this guy. As far as Debo Samuel, I'm going to tell you straight up, don't wait on him. You've got other options at the wide receiver position to play, and you definitely want to play those other options at the wide receiver position. Um, but as far as with Christian McCaffrey, um, we stated, like, if you don't really have somebody who you believe is going to get you the production that Christian McCaffrey has gotten, we're probably going to want to put him out there. And that is also, we want to talk about the fact that we may even have to take that zero, man, if if that's the case, you know. Christian McCaffrey is too much of a weapon for you to gamble on not playing him. Um, so he is probably one of the few people that we would say wait until uh, Monday to see what's happening. But what we'll do here is on our uh, Sunday morning sharing circle, if you are subscribed to the Patreon, you will get that Sunday morning sharing circle episode. So you go subscribe to the Patreon so you can get the information because we're going to talk about whether or not Christian McCaffrey um, practice on Saturday because he hadn't logged a practice on uh, Wednesday, uh, excuse me, on Thursday or Friday. So we're going to talk about whether or not he practices, and we'll talk about what options you could you should take if you have Christian McCaffrey on your roster, who you may need to go and pivot to. So we'll talk about that. But as far as with the star sits, if Christian McCaffrey is playing, you're playing him. You're playing um, Brandon Ayuk, and, of course, you're putting George Kittle out there. Um, I want to have a bold take this week, but I don't even know if it's going to happen because they did not allow him to do so last week, even though – he is still averaging more yards per carry than Alexander Madison. They still have not let Cam Akers take over this backfield. Um, in fact, he only had the one carry last week, and it still was a better run than anything Alexander Madison has done all year. Uh, so I don't know why they just won't unleash this guy, let him do, let him do the work. 
I mean, he's clearly averaging, you know, more yards per carry than uh, Alexander Madison. When he gets on the field, he's looking, you know, like he's hitting the hole with, with authority and doing what he needs to do. So that's what we're looking at from that. But Alexander Madison just seems to be holding on to his job, man. Last week, that motherfucker gave you 2.2 yards per carry, bro. And they, st they still rolled him out there 18 times. <laughs> 18 times. Still rolled him up out there. But it is what it is, man. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening to us as always. Uh, we will be back with you on Sunday. Excuse me, on Monday with the, with the Sunday night recap. And then, of course... With the Sunday recap, and then of course we'll see you guys on Tuesday with the Waiver Wire show. Um, I appreciate you guys listening to me as always. Join that Patreon community, patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level, earn perks, check out bonus content. Of course, be true to thyself, embrace your addiction, and as always, champ, earn your chip. I'll see you guys on the next one. I'm out.